to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I am Jesse. Today we are joined by our guest, Eric Vanderland. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for inviting me. Oh, yeah, man. We're fucking glad to have you here, and uh, we're fucking curious about what you do. So why don't you tell the people a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a paranormal investigator. I've been doing about eight years. Um, I've been on several teams. Currently, I just put together a team. Um, I'm with a team, one of the largest paranormal investigative teams in Florida called War Party Paranormal. That's an awesome name. Dude, yeah, yeah badass. <laughs> well, our, I don't know if you saw the Chief logo that we have. Yep. That's Chief, that's Chief Whooping Ass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, we cover South Florida, maybe a little further north. Um, we have two teams. I just recently put together a South team to cover the Miami Fort Lauderdale area. I got eight, eight team members. Wow. Um, and basically what we do is, I mean, we're a non-for-profit. So what we do is we help people that have any type of paranormal activity going on in their homes or businesses. We'll go out there and help them out. Um, something going on there. We can, we can cleanse it, bless it. Um, if there's nothing going on and they got mental issues, we even got people that can help them with that. Oh, wow. And basically what we do down here is we do a lot of ghost hunting events at known haunted historical locations just to promote our name and put our name out there um, so people know what we do and, you know, they can reach out to us. We got about maybe, we got like four locations right now, hoping, hoping to work on three more. And, and it's, it's, I mean, it's my passion. It's what I do. When you say locations, you're meaning like uh, places like you're going to work on, like something's going on there. Well, when I mean locations for events, they're usually historical locations. Okay. Like, okay, for example, okay. last night we did one at a railroad museum. It's called the Gold Coast Railroad Museum in Miami. Oh, wow. Previously, um, back in the 1950s, it was a naval air station. And there's a lot of weird stuff that goes there. Um, they used to store the, the blimps, the airships, in these big hangars. 
And there was a time where one of the blimps blew up and killed a lot of the Navy personnel. Oh, damn. So there's a lot of weird stuff going there. And then there's stuff like with the trains. There's a lot of historical trains. There's a presidential train that Truman, Roosevelt used to ride. And and there's the Army medical car. I think there's stuff lingering there. And wow. I don't know. I believe spirits, like, attach themselves to things. Mm. And some of the, it sounds like a lot of these more historic locations, that's where you'd find this kind of activity. Yeah, usually when like dramatic things happen, for example, like, I mean, we do various places. I mean, there's other places that we go to that, that aren't, aren't historical. Well, I guess they are historical, but we like, for example, we've been going a lot to um, an abandoned correctional facility up in Bell Glade, Florida. It's near West Ooh. Palm Beach. And, you know, a lot of, cra- a lot of shit happens on the, um, in the correctional facilities and, We've got some weird stuff there. I mean, that place is like one of the most active places I've ever ever investigated. Anywhere from oh, yeah. demonic things. What would you? What have you seen there, or experienced? I haven't seen anything. Basically, I've heard things. Um, this prison was been abandoned for about seven years. It's in the middle of nowhere, in a bunch of sugarcane fields. Um, there's this church chapel that's on the prison that someone was, I guess a group of satanic worshipers were there and they had spray painted the place and put symbols on it. They had candles. Like they just did a ceremony there. And when you walk in there, you can feel the heavy feeling. I mean, I'm not sensitive. I rely on my equipment. I'm more of a tech guy. Okay. We do do have mediums, um, spiritual mediums that can sense things. They were sensing things. They were getting touched. Um, and for the first time I felt something, I just felt like a strong vibration in my body, like coming out and I felt like I was being pulled down. It was really weird. And, hmm. and then usually when we go in those type of places, we try to, you know, protect ourselves. So I had one of my um, co-founders, she saged me with sage, just supposed to cleanse you from any evil hmm. spirits and blessed me with holy water. And it's like the weirdest feeling I ever felt. It's like, taking a huge bong hit <laughs> and this, this whole relaxation like came into my body and like all that negative energy just like escaped. It was, it was pretty cool. It's so it sounds like there's like sort of a multi-prong approach to these investigations, like in terms of uh, using technology, blessing yourself with sage. You're sort of covering the bases. Right, right, right. Make sure. All right. <laughs> if, well, if, we try to use a scientific approach, mm-hmm. but we do have mediums and, you know, because they get a feel for things. And it's always cool when you can have your equipment verify what they're sensing. Yeah, it's kind of another mm. tool in the toolbox. Exactly. Like That's team. exactly what we use them. We use them as tools. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say, what are some of the uh, like actual electronic tools that you do use? Just like, yeah, I use a variety, be it, a variety of tools. I um, well, basically, when when spirits manifest themselves, what they do is they need energy. Um, so we have tools that can measure electromagnetic frequency. Okay. Um, also, when they manifest themselves, it gets cold. So I have devices that measure temperature. Mm. Also, static electricity. Some of them are all in one. Mm. Um, so, for example, like your most well-known one that you see in the ghost hunting shows is called a K2 meter. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, what actually, is that? I'm really unfamiliar with this kind of stuff. <laughs> Well, K2 meter, it measures EMF. Okay. And basically, no, it lights, frequency it, stuff. 
right? It lights up in different colors. So the lowest EMF would be like yellow. It goes from green, yellow, orange, and red. For it to go to red, it's like you putting it up to your microwave while it's running. Okay. But it's like the most sensitive device. So anything can set that thing off. Um, your cell phone can set that off. Hmm. Then we have devices because your body emits a certain type of EMF that senses that. And those are usually more accurate. Okay. For example, we have, we, I like to use what's called a melmeter. And a melmeter is like an all-in-one tool that measures electromagnetic frequency, temperature change, and it also has what's called a REM pod. And a REM pod, I actually think I have the device right here. This is my melmeter. Can you see that? Yep. Oh, wow. So it looks like almost like a multimeter. Yeah. Like so a I'll giant turn it on here. Has sort of an antenna. Yeah. So the antenna is the REM pod part of it. Okay. And basically it emits a field and anything that breaks into that field does this. Yeah. I'm sure with all the technology we have on right now. See that? Yep. It's doing like some disco so, lights. <laughs> exactly. So like when you're in a abandoned... Okay, shut up now. <laughs> so when you're in an abandoned correctional facility and there's no electricity going on, like, how the heck is this thing going off? Wow. You know? Yeah, that, that would so, be kind of freaky. <laughs> so, like, yeah. I don't know if you can see right here, but the top part measures um, EMF huh. and the bottom is temperature. Okay. So these are, like, one of my favorite devices. It gives you a little read. Yeah, it's kind of an all-in-one right there for you. Yeah. And then we have another thing called a REM pod, which is round. Now, are these things that like somebody could just get and operate or is it like you need to like learn how to use this thing to really understand? No, anyone can buy it. There's really? actually, go, there's like ghost hunting stores where you can buy equipment. There's a place oh, wow. in Orlando called Ghost Stop. If you Google them, you can buy this device, other devices. I have what's, um, what's called a FLIR. It's a, it's a thermal imaging camera. So, you know how I said with the spirits, when they manifest, they're cold. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can get a figure of a person that's cold. You see the cold's a purplish color and heat is like, goes from yellow, orange, and red. And it's oh, all wow. like in a camera. So it's pretty cool. That, that does sound um, pretty cool. <laughs> Even yeah, from like a weird. tech perspective, it's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> and then the other type of cameras I use are night vision cameras. What I prefer to use is GoPros that are modified for night vision. So this right here... Oh, I'll wow. take it off here. It's okay. like a modified, um, it's not a GoPro, but it's similar to one. Action okay. camera, yep. Oh, let me put it. So I see there that there? Nice. Yeah. So this one is modified for night vision. And also it's modified for full spectrum. And what full spectrum is, is it sees all colors of the prism of the light that the human eye can't see. Okay. And sometimes you can get like odd anomalies, but... Getting photographs of anything paranormal is like your most difficult thing to do. Right. Mm -hmm. The most easiest thing to get is what we call EVPs, electronic voice phenomenons. And that's like my favorite piece of equipment. Now, is that the one, I, like, I, I feel like I have heard of this where, uh, or it might be another piece of equipment mm -hmm. where it sort of flips through uh, channels on, on radio signals? That's the spirit box. I use that one as well. Okay. The spirit box, basically, it's like, you know, like your old um, radio with a tuner. And, you know, when you keep turning the tuner, it's going through the stations and you're mm -hmm. hearing the static. Well, spirits can communicate through that. And what this, how the spirit box works is it goes to those stations automatically. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can get intelligent responses. But my favorite device to use are recorders. Actually, you know what? Hold on two seconds. Let me get my stuff. Mm. Okay. Okay. 
it's wild how many tools there are to actually do this you know like he's got yeah. an arsenal of electronics yeah seriously to, like hunt ghosts on top of <laughs> you know the old rituals you know like the sage comes i mean i want to talk to this about like when he comes back but i mean that's an old tribal thing sage cleansing you know that's what yeah. mixed with the holy water it's very interesting i, I was gonna say that's i think what i find uh interesting is the uh aspect of making sure to sort of hit all the bases yeah all right yeah i got a whole cart full of toys here <laughs> okay okay let's see what you got um, okay, so talk going back to the recorders. My favorite recorder is this one right here. Okay, a little Panasonic. Huh, yep, okay. I got a good story about the one. This is like the mecca of recorders for a paranormal investigator. So now that's just a typical like voice memo recorder, right? Like, I mean, there's nothing special exactly. about this thing, right? Well, there is something special about it. This recorder came out in the 1990s for maybe like 90 bucks. Okay. And they discontinued it. And the reason why they discontinued this recorder was people were using it and it was picking up voices. Oh, okay. That's a little freaky. <laughs> yeah. So, and I can give you an example of stuff that I recorded from last night, but. What? Well, just last night? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is with this recorder is I did discontinue it. And I don't know if it's, you know, the interface or what, but I mean, I get responses off this. I'll ask questions and you won't hear anything. But when I play it back, I get a response. And a lot of times, a lot of times it's like screeching. It's like kind of hard to understand. I can show you examples. Okay. But a lot of times it's clear as day. Wow. I've gotten my name called out like three times recently. Yeah. So. Now that's really odd because that's, I mean, you could almost, a lot of, a lot of skeptics would probably say, oh, you can hear, you know, anything if you listen to it enough times or something. But right. to hear your, your name separate times, that's, I mean. You, you know what your name sounds like. Exactly. Like I've like with the spirit box, I did a ghost event and I was with a group of people and I asked them, okay, so can you name anyone in this room? Clear as day through the spirit box. I got Eric. Like how random is that? Like how Jeez. can you make that up? That's, that's crazy. That's freaky. So I think like audio is your best proof. P photos and videos is kind of hard. Especially with Photoshop and everything these days, it's easy. Exactly. Hmm. I'm sure people are more skeptical because of the viral videos that sort right. of come out where people are faking things. Right. And a lot of your well-known um, ghost hunting shows actually do fake things, but... Hmm. All reality TV. <laughs> yeah. This episode is brought to you in part by hemp-cbd.com. Hemp-CBD was founded in Albuquerque, New Mexico, with the mission to provide the best products in the industry. Hemp-CBD has created a one-stop shop for tons of CBD products, such as tinctures, edibles, topicals, pre-rolls, vape, and pet products. The products carried by Hemp-CBD are sourced from an organic hemp that's grown in the United States, lab-tested, and consists of CBD isolate, which is the purest form of CBD. This testing ensures that their products contain CBD and no other cannabinoids like THC. Head over to hemp-cbd.com and use promo code SLACKER for a 20% discount at checkout. That's hemp-cbd.com, promo code SLACKER. A non-mom happy hour is the podcast that celebrates real-ass human women, whether they use their baby box or not. Hosted by Kelly Nerdzilla Mendenhall and Debbie Jo Nelson, a non-mom happy hour is a safe space to talk about mental health, trauma, disordered eating, surviving, and self-care. 
We talk about it all while laughing as much as possible, because if you don't laugh, you'll cry. Each week is a new episode, and every other week we interview badass women from around the U.S. and the world. If you like to laugh, feel like you've never quite fit into most lady groups or podcasts because you're not a mom, or are a mom who needs a break from momming for an hour, you should come hang out with us. A non-mom happy hour, bringing healing through laughter and community. Streaming basically everywhere you could possibly want to find us. Remember, always be a real-ass human. To check out the podcast, visit anonmomhappyhour.com. What is your perspective as someone who goes out and does this on, on like the shows that sort of sensationalize it? Um, is it anywhere near the reality of like what you go out and do or is it completely off base? No, it's actually, it's pretty close. Exactly. Exactly what we're doing. But I think a lot of times it over dramatize it to get people to watch it. Makes, I mean, that's reality TV for you. Yeah. Because I tell you the truth, go, ghost hunting, doing a paranormal investigation can be quite boring. I mean, you could be sitting there all night in the dark asking questions and not getting anything the whole night. And a lot of times you think nothing's going on and you go back and review the equipment and then you're like, holy crap, I just got something. Sometimes there's <laughs> like nothing. I mean, to me, I mean, spirits are people, right? And they're all unpredictable. And they all react different ways. So mm, true. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted to go back deep. Where did this all start for you? Were, like, was this from childhood? You were interested in, in the other side of this? Or, I mean, did this start later on in life? I've always been a curious child. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, I don't know how old you guys are, but I've always been into those shows like In Search Of, oh, yeah. um, like those mysterious shows. I always liked Factor Fiction with um, yeah, who was it that Dean, one too. Dean yep. Kane or no, it yeah, wasn't, was yeah. it him that did it? I well, forget. Yeah, or maybe it was his William son. Shatner. It was, might have William been his, it might have been. I think they had a lot of hosts on that show. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've always been curious and, you know, I started going on these ghosts tours um i don't know if you're familiar with saint augustine florida it's one of the most haunted towns in the u.s i read really? about it yeah yeah um, it's actually the, the oldest city in the u.s it was established back in the 1500s by the spanish oh wow um and there's a lot of paranormal activity there so i started going on these ghost hunts and bringing a camera and started getting weird things i couldn't explain and then the one the one ghost hunt I went to was down in Miami um, at a well-known historical place. That's one of the most haunted places in Miami called the Daring Estate. And there was a team there and I was talking to the guy I'm like, Hey man, I'll just, you know, love to go on an investigation. I mean, I don't care. I'll carry equipment, whatever. And before I knew it, I was on the team. I was with them for five years and oh, wow. um, with the war party paranormal. Oh, wow. Okay. You said that you recorded something last night. Does that mean that you were on an investigation, I guess? Well, it was called an event called Ghost Hunting on the Rails at the Gold Coast Railroad Museum. And what we did is we had eight of our investigators stationed in different train cars. And people, you know, were able to go to any car where we were located and do an investigation like we would normally do. So I was in this one car that's a lounge car. And just started getting some weird EVPs. Um, I had to delete a bunch of them because my file was getting full because it was so crazy. But we ended up getting a spirit that was angry. We got a get out. We got that he was murdered, that he fell off the train. I don't know if he was pushed or what. And the weird thing, it was like, it didn't seem like he liked me because, you know, I'm holding this in my hand and trying to get recordings. And I would get absolutely nothing. 
But when I laid it down and put it away from me, then it would like start talking like crazy. I also had my meters out and there was no electricity in the car. Let me see if I can show you a few of them. I had everyone t turn their cell phone off so it wouldn't set off the meters. That's, right. This is actually a REM pod here. Oh, wow. A little, it's like a little circular. Uh, Another little disco Kind of disc with lights and, uh, on it and a little antenna. So, and this senses um, EMF static and, and temperature change. So anyway, it was weird because I was I had all my meters set up, and as soon as I turned around and walked away from it, they would start going off. Huh. So I couldn't. I don't know what's going on, but I thought that was really odd. That's never happened to me before. But I can play an example of one. I just got to find one. Awesome, man. Yeah, I'll play the last one. The last one was like everyone had left, and I went and left my recorder in that lounge, and then walked away and came back. And you can't make out what it's saying, but you can sound like it sounds like something's angry. But I'll play it for you. Tell me if you can hear it all right. It sounds huh. like a lot of static. Can you hear that okay? Yeah, yeah. I I, I believe we were able to hear. I I could pretty much hear it. Let me see if I can find a better one. I couldn't hear anything but static. It sounded, yes, yeah, it was like nothing but static. static. But you know, what's weird is there's nothing that could cause the static because there's no elect electric and there was nobody in there. Huh. huh. Let me see if I can he play one that's vocal. Did you hear that? Yeah. That's kind of hard to make out. I'm trying what to find you, one what that did you ask? What, what were you asking it there? What year, what, what year it is. Okay. Because there was some sort of like static response, sort of like what you would. That was in the like first a yelling. Yeah, it was like angry. A lot of times I got to clean it up. Yeah, I was gonna say is that when you get these files, do you so you pop them into some sort of like editing program to analyze like the waveform and kind of take a look at it. Have you heard of an audio program um, called Audacity? Yes, I actually that's, I that, use that one to edit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I use. I use Audacity. I can like I can show you um, other ones that are that are um a lot cleaner yeah yeah that'd be cool yeah oh yeah 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 because i couldn't really hear let me get my phone lot, so if you have any cleaner ones that might help out let's see now you had mentioned uh that the two types of jobs that you end up uh, doing with this is sort of bigger locations and then you had said clients earlier too do these people reach out to you guys yeah they do i'm guessing that a lot of times that would be either like home or maybe even business in like the odd case it's a whole process for that but we do the first step is first we got to interview them to make sure they're legit because you know a lot of people are bsing yeah so we have a client care person that they'll talk to over the phone and ask them you know certain questions um you know find out if they have like any uh, mental issues they do drugs mm -hmm. um what what's your family life like? Um, try to kind, determine kind like, of you know, screen them. It sounds like just to make yeah, sure that's exactly what we do. Up we to screen board. them. So then once we screen them, we think okay, they sound like they're legit and need need help. Then we do a preliminary investigation where we just go for like an hour, you know, just try to figure out what's going on, what they've been experiencing. Um, maybe try to see if we can get any evidence, and then if we think that it's good enough to continue then we do a full out investigation. And which, which is uh, more often, do you, is it like people having issues or people actually calling with legitimate problems? Lately it's been legitimate problems. 
Well, that's good. I actually had someone message me that was pretty weird from Spain in Spanish, and I think I think she has mental issues. No, <laughs> okay. Yeah, she said a demon oh, was no. attached to her, and I don't know. Well, Spain's a, a hell of a ways from Florida. <laughs> I told her I couldn't help her. I go, you got to reach out to someone else. Well, no one can help me here. They all want money from me, and it just sounded really weird. Yeah, and yeah, you had said this is a nonprofit. So um, when you do end up going to uh, like a client, say house or whatever, do, is it like how a full day, a full night? Like how, how long does it actually take to try and weed it out? We do a full out investigation. It could be anywhere from like three to four hours. Okay. But I'll play you an example of a better EVP. Yeah, let's hear it. This one, they called out my name at the railroad station. You hear that? Yeah, it's it's a little hard through the microphone, but it did sound like like. You can't really hear it that well, right? Hey, and maybe maybe some of the better ones. Um, if you can send us the file, we can put them at the end of the episode. Oh so yeah, you want me to do that well. okay, Yeah, cool. definitely. Well, yeah, I can send you. That way okay. we can we can give give the audience a really good like uh, listen up, or maybe we'll even pop them at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I'll send you my best CVPs. That'll be the yeah. best way to do it. That'd be sweet. What now? What was the uh, you had mentioned a client that you had done? Well, we email. had a client that reached out to us, and it was a husband and wife, um, and. They were in the home and they were, the wife was sensitive and she saw, she's been seeing a full apparition of a little girl and also a shadow figure of a man that um, she felt was, you know, malicious. She didn't feel comfortable and, and, you know, the husband was getting sick, sick. It got to the point where he had a heart attack and they, they wanted help. Um, they actually had a medium go out there and charge them money and they weren't able to do anything. It was still lingering around. Mm-hmm. So we went out there and to make a long story short, um, we did get evidence of that. We got an EVP of a girl named Nikki. Our medium sensed that someone had drowned in the pool. They had a pool in the background. So, but someone had lived there before, but they don't know if anyone drowned there. Okay. But, what was causing it was the husband and his brother weren't getting along and the brother had some mental issues and was dabbling in black magic, Santeria. And the wife was doing gardening on the side of her house. And, and you know, like those shears to cut ribbons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The shiny ones. She found some gold ones buried there. And basically it was like a curse that was put on them and they didn't realize it. She was like, she just told us about it nonchalantly. She just, I just saw it and I put it back and I just didn't want to just disturb anything. Okay. But we, after talking to them, talking to them and getting more information, it, we determined that the brother had placed a curse on them. And that's why all these things were manifesting. So what we did um, on our full out investigation after we were done, we, we did a cleansing. We cleansed the whole house with sage. Um, we have a, a medium, sensitive medium. She's a Reiki master and she blessed the whole house. And within three days, everything had stopped. And, you know, that evil entity, you know, everything went back to normal. So it was pretty huh. incredible. Like that's, that's, that's where you get paid, like getting a satisfaction of helping people. Yeah. If they're better after that, yeah. then, then it's all worth it. Most people who've never experienced anything like that, 
I was listening to this and like, oh, that's a bunch of bullshit. That's, that's really weird. But you know, there's a lot of stuff people don't understand that's out there. Yeah. Not until you experience it, you realize it's real, but I know it, it's pretty crazy. I mean, that's why I'm in this. I was going to say like, for if I were coming at it, like from, uh, yeah, I'm very lo- like, I try and approach things as logically as possible. Like a that's to B to C sort of thing. Yeah. So like, I, I don't even know how I would arrive at that conclusion on my own. Right. To like, and if it solves the problem at the end of the day, I mean like, Hey, exactly. See, I'm very skeptical. I'm always, I'm trying to debunk things. Yeah. Trying to figure yeah. Out there's gotta be a perfect explanation. Right. Like I've seen that. Like, you know, a lot of people talk about orbs. You know what orbs are, right? Like in the, in photos and videos. In photos, like the little bubbles, like flying around. Mm-hmm. Those aren't real. Orbs, when taken from a camera, can be moisture, can be dust. There's um, a Sony camera and the, instru- and the instruction manual in the back. This tells you what an orb is <laughs> and how it's created with the flash and the viewfinder of the lens. Oh, wow. But I saw a glowing orb with my own eyes. And to this day, like, I still doubt that I saw that. Like, I'm like, what the heck? And huh. so, like, I'm always trying to find a rational explanation for everything. That, that's why I like doing this. Mm-hmm. I like trying to, you know, see something that's really weird and odd and try to debunk it and see what, what caused that. That's, that's something that's always good is actually to have someone who is looking for that mm-hmm. on, on the team. Because right. then, then they might see any holes where you're actually missing something. Yeah. And we don't fake stuff because once you fake one time and people find out about it, you lose your legitimacy. Right. So we try, we're a very legit team. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be uh, saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout. Manscaped.com, 20% off. Get your anti-chafing ball deodorant, your sweet lawnmower 2.0. Your nuts will thank you later. You can even rep them by getting yourself a Manscaped.com t-shirt. So head on over to manscaped.com, 20% off at checkout, enter code SLACKERS. Get your ball swag here. Hey, this is Jake and Adam from the Hopper. That's right. Cut to promo, but we fucking hate promos. Promos are tough. What do we do? We got to promote ourselves, but it's not really our fucking forte. No, it's not. We fucking hate them. They're a pain in my ass. They're a pain in your ass. So you know what? We're getting through this together. If you hate dumb shit as much as we do, give the Harper guys a listen. That's you, right. You can find us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, Facebook, Instagram, theharperguys.com. Twitter. At theharperguys. So, or shoot it. What? That, that, mama. That's what we do all the time. Shoot us an email at theharperguys at gmail.com. That's right. Can't wait to hear from you soon. Let's do this. Hip hip. Cheerio.
Have you guys ever experienced anything? Um, I mean, you know, we we spent a lot of time in in crazy abandoned places. And I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure we've had like random things like doors shutting, you know, with no wind and, and weird stuff like that. But you know, nothing crazy. Yeah. No, now Matt, were you with us the time at the Christmas tree farm in the car? Yeah, with the lights. Yeah, with the lights. Yeah, we that was were me all driving. Under the inf- yeah, we were all under the influence of marijuana. I will. Yeah, <laughs> I will maybe alcohol too. A little bit. I don't that know. Will, that will heighten your senses, by the way. Yeah, it seems that way because uh, we ended three it guys. Was, it was weird because this. we saw we were like watching uh, movies on like a, <laughs> a portable DVD player in the car, just smoking at this Christmas tree farm out in the middle of nowhere in New York. Right. And um, we saw what we thought was a light, kind of really far away, and we were talking about it too. We like mentioned it to each they're like oh do you see that oh it must be a car on the road in the distance but then like a little while later we kind of all looked up from the movie and there was a light in front of the car like probably what maybe a hundred yards or something yeah but it was in it was up it wasn't on the ground anymore it wasn't on the ground. It was like above, like it yeah. was up by like 30, 25 feet. Something but you like both that. saw it. Three people. Uh, everyone three people in the car saw it. We all, because because yeah. we drove the hell out of there yeah. right when we saw that. Because yeah. we, we thought, oh, that. maybe it's someone with a flashlight or something, but it was like higher up. Like a UFO? That's what we were like saying. <laughs> That's what we think, honestly, because we like, uh, I mean, if I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm very skeptical yeah, of we're even skeptics, what I saw. but We definitely saw something that night and it was weird. In the middle of nowhere, so there's no street lights or anything. Before and you think, we, like, we were oh, driving past it, and like it's not normally when you drive past a light, if unless it's pointing at you the whole way, like you see whatever is holding the light, and it was just light the entire way. Yeah, so. like a ball. Interesting. Who knows what that knows? was? But yeah. that happened. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's it's just a weird experience, and you like, ah, oh, man, you wish yeah. you could know. Yeah. Well, the crazy, the, the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever experience was at another abandoned correctional facility that's now completely tore down a bunch of warehouses it used to be the the, the broward women's correctional facility okay. and i don't know if you guys remember the movie monster sharice there oh yeah in it. yep about um Eileen I- 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 warnos yeah the, the, the serial female. killer the yep, hitchhiking <laughs> killer <laughs> yep she was a prostitute that was hitchhiking she'd pick up people men and kill them and, and rob them mm-hmm. well she was locked up at that facility oh wow the weirdest thing i ever got was we were in one of the cell blocks and i was with my partner and we're like all setting up and we hear a, a hello a woman's voice saying hello and i'm like I, he's like i just heard something did you hear that and i'm like that's got to be something so i'm like going all over the place trying to figure out what that was and i got it on video and the next day I'm going through my video. Sure enough, it's a woman saying hello. You could hear the voice echoing through the hallways. And then you hear like a little scream girl going, ah, really weird. That like, is how do you weird. explain that? And there's nobody in there because a lot of high school kids were going in there like messing around. But by the time we were going there, they were in the process of tearing it down. So like the whole night they have police officers like, surrounding the place so no one can trespass but there's actually a police officer here in our local police department that's a private paranormal investigator and they let us go in there and investigate it but that was the coolest thing like hearing a voice i mean and i got and i got it on film so that's even better yeah Yeah, right right. yeah if you you don't have if you don't have if you don't have evidence of it like on film it never happened that's just a story at that point right exactly yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> now, was that like the scariest thing that's ever happened to you? Or is there something else that kind of gave you a shiver down your spine? Nah, nothing's really scared me. Like usually when something like that happens, the steel. I, like, I start going after it. <laughs> <laughs> you run towards the danger. I don't know. Maybe something does scare me. Maybe I'll end up quitting this gig. <laughs> oh, no. But no, I've never been scared. Are, are there events coming up that you're like looking forward to? Actually, we, we're doing, we do an event monthly at a place called Yesteryear Village. Okay. It's in West Palm Beach. And what Yesteryear Village is, it's a bunch of historical homes that were all over West Palm Beach that were going to be demolished. And they ended up saving them and moving them to this one location. And the most infamous um, building there is called the Riddle House. Now, the Riddle House, that was featured on Ghost Adventures. Oh, really? Yeah, that place, I mean, they did fake some stuff in there, but that place is the real deal. Um, it used to be a funeral parlor that used to be at the at the oldest cemetery in West Palm Beach. Oh, cool. And a couple of tragic things happened there. One of the um, the workers, cemetery workers, was accused of stealing and got so oh. depressed that in the third floor attic, it's said that he hung himself. But yeah. people are thinking maybe someone hung him. So we huh. get evidence of him. And then there's a little boy named Peter. There's a children's room there that used to be his room that accidentally fell out the window and died. And we've gotten evidence of him we actually got a disembodied voice there someone going hmm like a boy a kid's voice huh or hmm i should say yeah, exactly <laughs> um i was gonna say like what it, it seems like florida is quite haunted like what about it is like what would you say makes it so like such a hotbed for activity the weather dude <laughs> yeah, it could be the weather. Humidity. Don't draw me. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot of Native American history going back, like, you know, before on, Columbus. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Dequesta Indians. I mean, South Florida, there's Indian burial mounds all over the place. And then, you know, you got your, his your history where, like, the Riddle House, something tragic happened there. It's because maybe something tragic happened and they don't think they they're really dead. Or maybe they're, like... Like um, Joseph, he's trying to vindicate himself that he didn't steal. And maybe he just wants people to know that. And maybe that's why he's lingering around. Mm. There's another place that I don't know the history about. History about. It was, we, we investigated two weeks ago. It's like a brand new building that they just got there called the Bridge Tender's House. Okay. And we felt we got something there that was um, demonic. And, and the reason why we thought it was demonic is that this is what our medium was sensing. And we, we got uh, a spirit of a, chi a child, well, a demonic um, entity that was mimicking a child. And it was weird because people were getting touched, especially the women. Ooh. And there was, and when we, do, when we do these groups, when we do these um, events, we put people in groups because we want to make it small and intimate. So you don't want like 100 people in one group. Right. So we try to keep it to like 10 or less. So we had this one group where we had this young teenage girl and this thing was just like focusing on her, he even called out her name. It was touching her. And I was asking her, like, was it bothering her? And she's like, no, I sort of like it. And, um, <laughs> but it was like real aggressive. I was asking questions, getting get out, you know, screams. I wasn't happy we were there. And then when I found out that when I noticed that it was, you know, 
being attracted towards this girl, I told him, listen, I mean, because you don't want anything to be attached to you and follow you home. I go, whatever's here, you're not allowed to follow anyone here. You have to stay. And I was being forceful with it. And I have a meter called an EDI. And that thing was not going off at all, all night long. And it went nuts as soon as I started doing that. And then my medium started blessing people with holy water. <laughs> and that, that, you know, it was just really weird. And then I did another EVP session and then you could hear it like backing off. Oh, wow. And it was being aggressive the whole time. So that, that's really odd. Yeah. Like, when you, when you get stuff like that, it's it's like really cool. And the best part about about it is when you get get evidence that correlate to the history, it's even better. Now, do you find that like this time of the year, Halloween, that it's there's more activity, or is it like any other time of the year? Any other time. Okay. Yep. You can investigate during the day, night. Always get stuff. Night's usually better because it's quieter. And when, when I was talking about how we use the full spectrum camera, you need that at night and you can get anomalies and stuff like that. So we prefer to do it at night, but okay, that railroad museum, I get stuff during the day all the time. Yep. Nice. Is there a like ultimate spot for you? Like if you could go and do an investigation anywhere that's like on your, you know, your, bu- your ghost hunting bucket list. Machu Picchu. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what, what's the reasoning behind that choice? It just looks like you guys know what Machu Picchu is, right? In Peru? In the <coughs> mountaintops. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It just looks like anything that's like related to like Aztec, Maya, Inca, I think it would be a really cool place to investigate. Especially All the civilizations like, in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Especially, sure. like, especially like the Azteca when they were like sacrificing. Fucking people. hill of sacrifices. Bah. Yeah. Like yeah. I would like to get Imagine if I got evidence of that. Yeah. Uh, screaming voices. I actually, um, <laughs> my mother's side of the family is from Ecuador. And I didn't get any evidence, but um, I went there and stayed at an old hacienda in, in Quito, Ecuador, which is up in the mountains. And underneath the hacienda were these Inca tunnels, and I got to go there and mm. investigate it. But oh wow, I was a rookie back then. I didn't have hardly anything, and I wish I had all the stuff I had now. So I, you know, I would have gotten something, but which is really go back cool. and do it proper. I, I will <laughs> for sure, definitely. That's awesome. So, yeah, basically what what we're doing now is uh, me and my buddy we're going to work on doing a mini pilot that we can sell to the networks. We want to do something that's completely different. Than what you see your normal paranormal shows that are out there. Okay. We want to focus on South Florida and, you know, all the different cultures that are down here. You know, there's like the Cubans, the Haitians, there's voodoo, there's Santeria, there's something that's out of the ordinary that, you know, freaks people out and actually go there and investigate it. Maybe like try to see something actual, actually happening and catch it on Mm. film. That would be awesome. I'd watch it. Skunk ape. Oh, man. Don't even go there. That's our our cryptid, man. Yeah, we've been looking for Sasquatch for over two and a half years now. For years now. Yeah. (laughs) I've been to Skunk ape headquarters out in the middle of the Everglades. It's pretty funny. What uh, what do they have to say? Is it real? They uh, Obviously, they're looking for it. Well, they say the people that hunt out there say it's real. Mm -hmm. You have to know where to go, and they won't give up their locations. Uh, yeah hmm, very suspicious so i don't know <laughs> you don't want everyone going there and then bringing it into a zoo or shooting it dead 
and then you're out. Yeah, like they did the King Kong, right? Right? (laughs) We've played this out before. We know how it ends. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, So where can people find you uh, if if they're looking on social media and all that? If they're looking for me personally, I'm Ghost Hunter of South FLA, which is Florida. Um, That's my name on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. And then my team is War Party Paranormal. We got a website. I'm working on a YouTube and we got Instagram and Facebook as well. And I, I do the administration on both those social media pages. Definitely check them out people. And uh, Eric, thank you so much for coming on, man. It's been awesome learning what oh, you do and like me. learning about a little bit about what you do. I mean, it, it seems like it's very vast, you know, yeah, the, the tip whole of the research. iceberg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of that, go, that goes into the research. We'll have to and, do an episode too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're looking forward to seeing this pilot. Uh, you better uh, send it our way when you're done, man. We want to check that out. Um, And everybody at home, thank you so much for tuning in with us. We love each and every one of you. And uh, until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking America. America. We're passing America. I'm mapping America. America. I'm psyching America. America. We're talking America. America. We're blazing America. This is fucking America. We're sacking America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passage. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck a savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like Domino's bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing them, passing them. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.